Hi there, everyone. Welcome in to a brand new episode of the Career Competitor Podcast brought to you as always by the CG Sports Network. I'm Steve Meller, and I'm excited to be bringing to you my second installment of the competitive calls that I'm trying to provide you at the beginning of your week to get you fired up, hopefully, or maybe just to get you to look at things slightly different from a different perspective and maybe challenge uh, the way in which you approach things. I, I got some really nice feedback last week, which I obviously appreciate. And my perspective for this week is going to be something, I'm going to coin a term here for, just for the sake of, of making this a little easier. And I'm going to call it a, a competitive community, a competitive community. So really, we're looking at, okay, who is in my community? Who is in my day-to-day life, whether it be in a local in a local way, someone that I can actually see, someone that I can actually interact with face-to-face, and who is it? who is within my community in a much more sort of long-distance format, someone that I can always rely on, someone that I can always go to, but they may not necessarily be um, within, let's say, driving distance, uh, someone who's much further away. You know, this would be considered, in my opinion, your competitive community. And where you're probably wondering, Steve, where in God's name did you come up with this concept and what are you talking to us about today? Well, it all started by me actually looking at my favorite basketball team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, And you can love me or loathe me for the fact that I like the Lakers. And if you're not a basketball fan, just hang in there just for about a minute here as I go into this thought. So the Lakers decided after coming off a championship season uh, last year to take about three quarters of their roster and say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. You, thanks for everything. We appreciate you helping us get to the top of the sport and being a champion. We don't want you anymore. And I think a lot of people would look at that and say, what the hell, man? Like that is kind of messed up, right? That doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem fair. These guys helped you get all the way to the top and now you're just saying goodbye. Well, is it? Because here they are at the beginning of their season, having won 11 of their first 14 games. And suddenly now they have this roster of guys that go, well, shit, I don't want to be the reason why we're no longer the best. So I'm going to come in here with a level of accountability for my day-to-day actions. And I'm going to come in here with a level of accountability to make sure that I continue to, to satisfy the standards that have been set within this organization and not screw this great thing up that's going and you've got these two household names in the sport of basketball in LeBron James and Anthony Davis as the as the nucleus if you will of this of this organization. So the standard of what they provide every single day is there for everybody to see, but in terms of the culture, in terms of the approach of how this team trains, of how this team performs on a night-to-night basis. Well, is anything going to actually regress if you brought in 3 quarters of a brand new roster? guys that are obviously incredibly capable at what they do, but because they're now a part of something that is a champion, they don't want to screw that up. They don't want to be the reason as to why they no longer are the best at what they do. So look at yourself now and say, okay, how does this potentially apply on an individual basis in terms of your career, in terms of the way in which you're competing at the moment? Well, Let's say there might be one or two people, and I hope it's only one or two, it could be more. There could be one or two pieces of education that you have. There could be one or two connections in terms of partnerships that you have within your company that maybe you own, that you run yourself. Whatever it is, there may be these one or two components of something about your day-to-day 
that you just don't need anymore, that have completely served their course, that have completely become almost irrelevant in terms of allowing you to be successful. How are you going to replace them? What are you going to do maybe to find one or two individuals that you can add to your community that's going to actually expand the radius within which it exists? What can you do that's going to allow you to maybe add one or two components to your knowledge, to your education when it comes to you being successful at what it is you do? What are one or two things that you can maybe add to, let's say if you're an athlete, to your day-to-day regimen, to your day-to-day habits in terms of what you put in your body, in terms of the way in which you recover? Everybody, in my opinion, has one or two things that they can eliminate within their community and one or two things they can bring into it. And I'm almost piggybacking slightly off my thought last week with regards to resolutions. But the reason it's different is that I'm assuming that you're already successful. I'm not talking to someone right now who's necessarily trying to get started or trying to figure out something because things aren't going well. I'm talking to you, the success story. I'm talking to you, the person that has already gotten to a point within their careers, within their sport, within their life, where you feel pretty good about what it is you've done. And I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to say, are you willing to wait to find out if the old cliche is true? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Are you honestly going to sit back and test whether or not that is the case? Or are you proactively going to say, hey, I'm not going to wait for that. I'm going to make sure that this never has the chance to be broken. I'm going to make sure that I'm always going to have my shit together in terms of what that next step looks like. When I look at myself as a, as a coach, there has not been one season in my almost 15 years now of working within swim coaching, there has not been one season where I finished it and said, I'm really happy with how that went. And yeah, sure, you, you, you're hearing that and saying, okay, what coach thinks that way? Well, it's one thing to say, I wish this had gone better. I wish this had gone better. But it's another thing to say, I could have done that better. I need to find a way to do that better. And that is very much what I'm saying here. And going back to my initial example here of the Lakers, they would have looked at their season despite winning. They would have looked at their season and said, we could have done this better. We could have done that better. So make, let's make sure that next season we do, in fact, improve upon those things. Despite the fact that we are the best at what we do right now, let's plan as though we want to get better. And hey, if we get better, then we know all of a sudden our competitors, well, they're going to have to get a heck of a lot better to stand any chance of competing with us. So whether you compete against somebody else or whether your greatest competitor is simply the person looking at you in the mirror, I ask you, I challenge you, what within your, your competitive community has gotten you to where you are today? But most importantly, what within your competitive community is no longer required? What can you drop by the wayside? What can you just leave in the rearview mirror and say, thanks, but I don't need that anymore. It's time to move on to this different thing. Something else that I need within my community in order to ensure that regression isn't something that is coming my way. That in fact, the only thing I can do because I've made this change, the only thing I can do is succeed at higher levels. Like I said, 
slightly unique, different perspective. Something that started on, I think it was Friday night, last Friday, while I was watching the Lakers play, impressed by the way in which they were playing, doing things better than they had the previous year, but doing it with a bunch of different guys. And it just got me thinking, what was it about their competitive community they felt they needed to change? Because they obviously knew. They obviously knew what they were doing because so far, so good. Still very early on in the basketball season, but as a as a Lakers fan, I sit here very confident about this team repeating. Not that you probably care at all about the basketball season necessarily, but all I'm telling you is that it, it really hit a, it really struck a chord with me that we can all find ways to accept our success, be content and be happy about what we've achieved, but then to immediately analyze from within, okay, what do I no longer need? What can I add? And how is this going to allow me to almost ensure that more success is on the horizon? Let me know what you thought of this. I would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to me at my Instagram at career underscore competitor or directly through LinkedIn uh, just by searching for my name, Steve Meller. But listen, we've got a really exciting interview coming on Friday uh, with a countryman of mine, um, but I'm not going to share any more. I'll just tell you that he's an Olympic hopeful, uh, one of the best at what he does, and he's certainly going to get you fired up in terms of some really awesome insight into competing at the highest levels. So I look forward to bringing that to you very soon, but in the meantime, best of luck with everything that you've got going on within your career, and I look forward to speaking with you all again very soon. Bye for now.